of us know how important it is to fuel your body with good-for-you ingredients. Well, Bigelow Tea has great news for both avid tea drinkers as well as those who turn to tea when feeling under the weather. Introducing Bigelow Benefits Teas, a line of tea designed to support clean eating and a healthy everyday lifestyle. So whether you want to stay well, sleep better, calm your stomach, or feel refreshed, Bigelow Benefits not only supports your well-being but also tastes great. Be sure to try our latest benefits teas, Lean and Fit, Focus and Stress Relief. Learn more at BigelowTea.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. My co-host Andrea is away today. Now, if you listen to the show, you know that we take great pride in our sponsors and we only have companies involved with Naturally Savvy, the podcast, along with our wonderful website, NaturallySavvy.com that we believe in, that we use, that we know are doing good on this planet. So I'm thrilled to have Amy Keller. She is from Organic India. Hello, Amy. Welcome to Naturally Savvy. Hi, thanks for having me today. It's so nice to have you on. So I did some research and I was super impressed when I was reading about the awesome work you do with the Whole Planet Foundation. I think it's so important to talk about helping communities in other parts of the world. And if you can tell us about what you've been doing, what's going on and how important this is. Oh yeah, it's great. We have been partners with the Whole Planet Foundation for um, a lot of years now. I would say seven or eight years at this point. And um, we're just really excited for an organization that works with these impoverished places in the world. As you know, Organic India, that's our mission is to help these impoverished farmers that live in Northeast India. And uh, the Whole Planet Foundation does such amazing things with their microloan and microcredit programs. Um, I've had the great fortunate opportunity to travel to some of their micro lending and microcredit communities in India with the Whole Planet Foundation. And it's really beautiful work that they're doing just to see these communities and women specifically in this area that are, you know, not typically paid fair wages or treated uh, equally to men and just to see the difference that they're making in these communities and these women's and these villages lives is, is incredible. I bet it is. That must be so nice. And I was also reading that before you got involved, that you have a background in nutrition science and social work. And so that sounds absolutely perfect. And I think it's so cool that you have this passion for helping others and promoting the conscious, I love this, heart-centered leadership. I mean, that's just beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's fun stuff. So how did you get involved with them? Oh my gosh, that's a great story. So I started with Organic India um, almost nine years ago now. Uh, I had a private nutrition practice in Boulder for seven years. And I actually used Organic India's products in my nutrition practice. And at that time, I was good friends with the national sales manager at Organic India. And she said that they were really uh, looking to expand their education department because there are Ayurvedic herbs with these Sanskrit names and just really difficult things. And I thought maybe I could help her with just the network of people that I worked with in the nutrition and the wellness industry. And so I went and met with her and I said, you know, what are you looking for? And let me just, you know, look into my network and see who might be the right person for that. And as I was learning more about, I knew the quality of the products um, and the purity and the potency and all of those things just from my experience in the practice. 
but I didn't know the entire backstory around how the company started and really what it was built upon and the underpinnings of their values and their ethics in that area. And so when I went to meet with her to see if I knew anyone in my network that might fit that position and be able to help them, I had this overwhelming sense of, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to do this because my passion is educating people. And it was, you know, in my nutrition practice, that's what it really is all about is educating people of different ways to do things. And uh, so I said, I think, I think I, I might be interested in doing it. And so it took me a little over a year to uh, dwindle my practice down and uh, came to work for Organic India and have been working with them ever since, teaching people about these herbs, but, you know, mostly about, you know, regeneration, not just regenerating the planet, but regenerating the communities that they work with. And then this byproduct is these beautiful uh, wellness products that are distributed all over the world. It's so interesting that you just said regenerating, because one of the things that I thought was so cool was when I was watching a video, and that's where I learned about your working, uh, you know, with folks in India and women and helping the communities. Uh, you talked about regenerative agriculture. What is that for people who aren't sure? Well, regenerative agriculture, you know, a few years back, sustainability was the big word. And, you know, sustainability maintains things at best. And regeneration is about leaving things better than you find them. And we have always been a company that has been interested in regenerating the planet. And you may know that some areas of India have been um, not taken care of environmentally for a very long time. They had a lot of invasion, I would say, of, you know, genetically modified seeds and pesticides and chemical farming and those things. And they really lost their way in terms of traditional farming, which was called Vrishka Ayurveda, which is really the underpinning of what we know now as biodynamic and Rudolf Steiner's work and those things. And we were committed to that from the very beginning of not using GMOs, not using pesticides, not using synthetic chemicals, you know, never radiating our our uh, plants or anything like that. And, you know, being a whole herb company as well. And so regenerative agriculture is really just the traditional farming practices that started in India and this basically how the entire world started farming. And it really is aimed towards, you know, water conservation, um, comprehensive soil fertility management, animal welfare and biodiversity of plants, and just really staying in touch with the cycles of nature and doing it the way nature intended. You know, I'm looking at your Explore Our Herbs page, and this, number one, it's beautiful. Number two, I have to say, I mean, I've heard of ashwagandha. Uh, my husband and I love Ceylon cinnamon, black pepper, um, moringa, uh, psyllium, the turmeric, uh Tulsi, holy basil. The rest of them I haven't heard of. I'm, I'm going to try to pronounce. Now, if people listen to the show, they know I can mispronounce Smith. So hang in there with me. Uh, tran, tr uh, see, uh, I just have a, I have, I have learning disabilities. Maybe that uh, my daughter calls them differences. So it's okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Tranjashore, uh, Gutu, Kula, Harataki. Let's talk about some of the ones that people have heard of first. And then I'd love to talk about some of these ones that I can't pronounce. So let's talk about ashwagandha. What are some of the incredible properties and how are they used in your products? Well, ashwagandha um, as a single herb, it is, we use the root of the plant and mm -hmm. it is, we, I like to describe herbs from the educational perspective, like knowing the etymology of the word. So the etymology basically helps you understand what the word means and then ultimately what the plant does. And ashwagandha 
Ashwa means horse or stallion. Gand means fragrant. And Da means to bestow. So the word Ashwagandha literally translates into smelly horse, which is kind of funny. (laughs) But the actual herb of Ashwagandha has the fragrance of a horse or a stallion to it. And it really is indicative of the way that ashwagandha works in the body. So it builds vitality, it gives you energy, and it gives you a really balanced sense of calm. So it's one of those very unique herbs. It's an adaptogen. It's known as the king of herbs. It's one of the most powerful adaptogens and probably most world-renowned adaptogens used in Ayurvedic medicine. uh, Because it adapts to what your body needs. So it's a rare herb in the aspect of it is energizing and calming and relaxing at the same time. So you'll see ashwagandha and it just blows people's minds sometimes. Like I see ashwagandha in my energy formula, or I see ashwagandha then again in my sleep formula. And that's because, yeah, that's how versatile it is. So we do sell ashwagandha as a single herb, but we also use it in so many of our different um, combination formulas. For example, our joy formula. So our joy formula is our mood boosting formula. We use it in our peaceful sleep, which is preparing your mind. It's blended with other herbs such as Gotu Kola, which you mentioned to, you know, balance the mind and prepare you for restful sleep. So it's not sedative in any way. It just prepares the body and the mind for calm and relaxation. It's a great herb for people who have pre-race jitters. They um, are studying for a test and they need that focused energy, but they don't want that hyped up caffeine or stimulated type feeling, uh, people who are doing public speaking and have the nerves. It's really, I've done a lot of public speaking in my life and I, I take quite a bit of ashwagandha before I speak. And you, you still have that, the butterfly feeling, which is what, you know, keeps you on your edge and keeps you pumped up, but also this calmness. So it's not this nervous energy or, you know, it just sort of quells the, the feel and really fear and just really relaxes you. That is so nice. And speaking of nice, people have got to go to organicindiausa.com. Don't go now. But when I when you click on the different herbs, the amount of information is incredible. It gives you the body and mind benefits, shows you where is it grown, then it tells you more about it. And then it has the products that it, it's carried in, in your you know, in organic India, which I think is incredible. I mentioned Ceylon cinnamon and it's funny because I've have, I'll have to ask my husband about this because he'll say, I just want Ceylon cinnamon. I don't want other cinnamon. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, well, I wonder why. And then I was looking at this like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So Ceylon cinnamon is known as true cinnamon. Um, so cassia, which is a different type of cinnamon is used a lot of times in uh, various products for flavoring and it, its medicinal values are a little bit more risky. There's just been a lot of research in taking large amounts of the cassia herb that it can have a blood thinning effect and things that people might not know about. But Ceylon cinnamon is true cinnamon. It is the most delicious tasting cinnamon in the world. We, I just open the capsules and put them on anything and everything. Um, it's, it's really a very, very effective herb for managing blood sugar levels. There's some amazing studies on Ceylon cinnamon about simply adding it to whether you're having like a sweet treat after dinner or, um, a study that comes to mind for me is a study about, uh, rice pudding, which is very sugary and very carby, as you know, very high glycemic index. And simply by adding one capsule of cinnamon to the rice pudding, people's blood sugar levels 
barely spiked. They definitely went up because you're eating the sugar, but nothing like it was without having the cinnamon combined with it. And it was delicious. So one of those herbs that really lends itself well to being added to foods and supporting it because, you know, people that have a sweet tooth love the taste of cinnamon. It's a, it's amazing. It is. Do you have a specific rice pudding that you like to make? I've never made rice pudding in my life. I've only tried it. <laughs> I figured I would ask. I've just only in case. tried it. I wish I did, but I don't. It sounds really good. All right. So we've talked a lot uh, on the show and, and, you know, people hear about it, uh, about turmeric. So let's just talk a little bit about that. And then I want you to go ahead and choose some of the other herbs that uh, I can't pronounce and tell us some fun information about those. Yeah. So turmeric is probably the most famous herb in the world, probably the most heavily researched herb. Um, our turmeric formula is unique in the fact that we use the whole herb of turmeric, and then we also add curcuminoids. So the curcuminoids are probably the most researched constituent that exists in the turmeric. Uh, and that's what a lot of the studies have been done on. But the whole herb of turmeric, which is the really important piece of the formula, is has over 300 different tumorones in it. So there are so many different constituents within the turmeric root that we don't even begin to know um, how they work in the body, but we know that they're beneficial. So having the whole herb of turmeric versus just having a curcuminoid supplement, even though that's where you hear a lot of the marketing and the research around that particular constituent of the herb, having that whole herb in the formula is so important because it does so many different things. And, you know, turmeric is known as, um, I like to call it a veritable pharmacy. Basically it's, it is an herb for almost everything. I mean, you could ask, I have any condition, you know, I have seasonal uh, allergies. I have um, a backache. I have a headache. I have acne. I have any of these types of things. And it's, you know, it really helps with systemic inflammation. It helps with acute conditions and it helps with chronic conditions. Uh, so it's just, is really one of those herbs that is a, a global worldly kind of it kind of is a silver bullet in that way. And that's probably why it's so popular and it's such a common thing, but also they eat it every day in India and they have for, you know, thousands of years. It's very much a staple in their cuisine. And as a result, they've had a lot less incidence of certain, you know, uh, like standard American diet type, you know, illnesses and conditions because they eat this herb every day as a, as a regular part of their lifestyle. And what would the dosing be on that? Cause it sounds like it's something you should take every day. Uh, well, it just depends. I, we recommend two to three capsules uh, once to twice a day. Everyone is different. And if you're working with a healthcare professional, they may recommend a different dosage for you. They may recommend a higher dosage for you. A lot of people do take it as just a regular maintenance type thing. And they just take it, you know, in the morning with their breakfast and in the evening before they go to bed. And, and that's how they take their dose. And over time, they definitely notice a difference. People ask me a lot, you know, how long is it going to take to notice a difference or how long is it going to, going to take to work? And I always say, you know, first of all, what's, what's going on? Why, why do you want to take it? And like, I have a backache. Okay. Well, uh, how long have you had a backache? And if they said, Oh, I just heard it, you know, this last weekend, you know, tilling the garden and here in the spring, um, then the tumor is going to work really quickly because it's an acute, you know, uh, acute 
inflammation and it just happened. If you said, oh, 20 years ago, I was in a bad ski accident and I've had this back ever since, it's going to take a little bit longer for you to notice a difference, but you definitely will. But when you've had that sort of chronic pain or chronic uh, inflammation in the body for a long time, it's going to take a little bit longer. And I like to set people's expectations up because, you know, the American way is kind of, uh, you know, Advil. Right. I'm going to take this and five <laughs> minutes later, it's going to work. And if it's not working in 20 minutes, I'm upset. So I like to set the expectations that natural medicine and the plants that surround us, you know, they just like the sun takes all day to go back down on the horizon. That's how, that's how herbs and plants work as well. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. Now, have you seen people with acne? Has it helped the turmeric? We, um, yes. I mean, turmeric, Neem and amalaki, which is a very, very high antioxidant fruit. Uh, a lot of people refer to it also as amla. Uh, those three together are an amazing uh, tonic for the skin. So the, the amla is very, very high in antioxidants, has a lot of the actions of high doses of vitamin C, which is very much feeds the skin. The neem is very uh, cleansing. So uh, it's known as a blood cleanser, but it's also used in a lot of products. If you see on the shelf in natural health food stores, you know, neem toothpaste or neem shampoo, things like that. So very great for cleansing the internal skins of your body, as well as the external skins. But most of the time when people have blemishes or issues with acne, it's, it's from the inside out. It's not usually, you know, unless they don't have good, you know, skin hygiene or something like that could be a reaction. And then uh, the turmeric helps with the inflammation of the skin, which obviously is uh, part of, you know, having a zit, as we all know. <laughs> now, do you have a, cause I know I have someone in my life who has acneic skin. Now, do you have a formula that addresses that, the, the skin issues or something that is similar? Uh, we have all of those products individually that are great when they're used together. And we also have an immune formula that is coming out that has all three of those in there together. So you can see with Ayurvedic herbs and adaptogenic herbs, there's so much crossover in all of the different systems of the body that it helps. So if you're supporting your immune system, your skin's going to look better. Now you mentioned Ayurvedic herbs. So for people who are new, what is Ayurveda and what makes an herb Ayurvedic? Ayurveda is considered the science of life and it is the traditional medical system in India, as is traditional Chinese medicine to China. Ayurveda is to India. And what would make it an Ayurvedic herb mostly is just considered something, an indigenous herb to India and one that's been used in their traditional system of medicine for you know thousands of years. Now, were you interested in this before you got involved with Organic India? I was. I, you know, I, I, I love plants. I love herbs. I love the natural world. I grew up spending a lot of time outdoors and, you know, picking mushrooms and picking flowers and herbs and digging in the dirt. And I was always fascinated. And for whatever reason, I always believed that nature provided everything that you needed. And um, so it just gave me a really intense interest in plants and how they could help you and support you in all different ways. And so I just sort of dug in. I was very much interested in more Western herbs when I started my nutrition practice. I was more familiar with the Western herbs. There was a lot more education at that time uh, when I was in the nutrition science about the Western herbs versus the Ayurvedic ones. And then working with Organic India, I just dove headfirst into all these Sanskrit names and learned about adaptogens and all of these different things that I had never heard of and just fascinating. And I have found them to um, change people's lives, really. 
Now, you mentioned adaptogens earlier as well. And, and how would you describe that to someone? What is an adaptogen? I describe adaptogens as intelligent herbs or two directional herbs. So there's a lot of herbs that grow in the world that are one directional. So if you ingest them, they send your body in one direction. Adaptogens such as ashwagandha or Tulsi holy basil, uh, they go both directions. So like I said about the ashwagandha is also true of Tulsi. If you have it in the morning, it gives you energy. If you have it before bed, it helps you sleep. So it is an intelligent herb and it is trying to achieve homeostasis in the body. The definition of an adaptogen is an herb or agent that assists the body in adapting to all different types of stressors, whether they're environmental, biological, you know, all the different types of stressors that um, can come across, emotional. And that's like the technical definition, but I like to call them intelligent herbs because that's how it feels to me. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Let's talk about a few of the ones I can't pronounce. And I'd love for you to pick a couple that are good for stress reduction, because right now with COVID-19, it's been very stressful. Uh, You know, it's hard. There's a lot of fear about getting it. There's stress about obviously not being able, people who aren't able to work. There's financial fear. There's people dying there. You know, there's so much anxiety and it's a really hard time. So what would you recommend? And if they don't happen to have the names I can't pronounce, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, both ashwagandha, which we did touch on, and then Tulsi, I would say are my two favorite herbs for stress. And Tulsi Holy Basil, which is our flagship product, it was the very first product that we grew and brought to the world as a supplement. You know, it's uh, a sacred herb in India. It is considered the queen of herbs, and it has been used for 5,000 years within Uh, within India, every home in India has a Tulsi plant. Tulsi is also called holy basil, but a Tulsi plant in its home. And they do a puja or a prayer ceremony to this plant. They worship this plant every morning with water and fire and smoke. And um, and then they use this herb as a first reach herb for so many different things. Um, Like I said, it's a sacred herb. And I created, when I created the education around uh, Organic India's products, Tulsi being one of those favorite products in the flagship product, the word sacred, I turned into an acronym so I could remember the activity it had and teach other people like, what does Tulsi do? And so if you remembered sacred, S was for stress relieving. Um, A was for adaptogenic, anti-aging, anti-stress. C for comforting, also for cortisol. It is so great at mitigating stress that it helps reduce cortisol levels in your body. And then R for respiratory, it's a great herb for respiratory health. Uh, E for energy, it gives you that balanced, healthy energy that we're talking about. And then D for digestion, it's really great for digestion, but also great for emotional digestion. What people don't realize is when their digestion is all out of whack, a lot of times it's completely related to their stress, right? People will have, you know, diarrhea or constipation or whatever, and they're just so stressed out. And that's just a manifestation of the stress. And so Tulsi holy basil is an amazing herb for mitigating stress in the body. We have it in teas because it, again, very much like cinnamon, it lends itself well to being a tea because it's delicious. The herb itself is so delicious. We also have it in capsules and we have it in several different formulas. Um, But this is like the first, the go-to herb for 
this whole COVID-19 thing, in my opinion, being able to drink this tea because, you know, making a cup of tea has got the relaxation and the stress relieving quality of steeping the tea, the aromatherapy of the um, scent coming off of the tea. And then it's a delicious nourishing beverage that you're drinking as well. But it is so great for bolstering the immune system by reducing those stress levels when you're scared or you're not sleeping well, or you are under some sort of pathogenic attack. It really is helpful in bolstering that those parts of the immune system and all functions of the body. But again, just by helping you be able to relax all of your coping and all of your systems are able to function so much better. What's so great is you've got adaptogens, detox, and cleanse. These are the different categories on the site. Energy, sleep and mood, brain health, digest and elimination, immune support, and stress relief. The time goes by so quickly. Amy, is there anything that we didn't touch on that you want to make sure? And you'll definitely be back. I mean, this is such great information. Touched on so many things, and I'm just so excited to to be here and to talk with you again. And we have a brand new product that's coming out. Uh, we have sold for years um, psyllium fiber, and um, we have the highest quality psyllium fiber on the market, and we always have. And it's one of our very best selling products because people need fiber, people need to go to the bathroom, uh, people have digestive issues, and we know that fiber is great for heart health. So we created a new product. And um, it's, it's launching into the marketplace now, which is called our psyllium pre and probiotic. So it has the whole husk psyllium, it has ground psyllium in it. You mentioned earlier uh, the word chandrasaur. So it is, it's a seed that's lubricating um, and soothes irritation, but it also has triphala in it. So triphala is probably one of the most world-renowned digestive tonics. So, so great for rejuvenating the entire gastrointestinal tract. So years ago, um, I think Dr. Oz, several different, one of these sort of medical TV shows mentioned triphala and really exposed the world to this amazing ancient formula that's been used in India for so many different things. But it's, it's commonly known as a colon cleanse and a rejuvenative for the gastrointestinal tract. And it's three fruits Triphala is Amalaki, Vibataki, and Heritaki fruits, which are fruits that are grown in the jungle. They're harvested by hand, and they're very, very potent. So they're, they're put into this formula, and they're in our psyllium formula as well. And then on top of that, so we have this uh, regenerative herbal formula within the fiber. We have the fiber in there that helps with feelings of satiety. It helps, as we know, with heart health. It helps manage our cholesterol numbers. Um, it helps manage our appetite for people who are uh, on calorie restriction or, you know, are tending to overeat, which is huge right now, right? We are all into the comfort food. I, I've been surprised to see how many things have been in my hand that are going into my mouth recently. And then we added the probiotics to them. So basically to uh, enhance the microbiome, to help with your immune resilience, right? That's, we know now the gut brain combination and that, you know, 70% of our immune system lies in our gut. Psyllium itself is a prebiotic fiber. So it actually feeds the good bacteria in your gut. So even without us adding the probiotic, it's feeding the good bacteria in your gut. But then we added the probiotic to make it this like five in one full rounded formula that is great for digestion, immune health, like I said, satiety, managing your heart health, all of those things all in one. Um, that psyllium also comes in three different flavors, which is fun. Um, so I guess I would add one thing to that. It's, it comes in a cinnamon spice. So it has that Ceylon cinnamon in it that you talked about before. 
orange for those people who have maybe taken that other orange fiber formula for their whole lives and they want an organic alternative um, that has more things in it and then an unflavored version. Psyllium is also really great for people on keto, paleo, all of these different diets. It's a great egg substitute. You can use it with baking. Uh, you know, people who can't tolerate eggs, um, they can use it in baking. So it's a really versatile product that you can use with almost anything. And we're, we're really excited about that because we've taken all of the different pieces of adaptogens and probiotics and prebiotics and functional foods, Ayurveda, digestive and immune health, and put them all into one product. That is awesome. I'm just thrilled you came on, Amy. This was some super fun and I learned a lot. Uh, people can find you at organicindiausa.com. And are your, I'm looking down now, you can find them on Twitter at, here it comes, I just am opening it up, at Organic India USA. Ah. <laughs> what about on Facebook? <laughs> I probably should have been quicker if I just said, so Amy, where can we find you? I was trying to be fancy, but then my computer slow, totally blew it. <laughs> I would have been terrible at answering that question anyway, because it's obviously already in my Twitter feed. <laughs> okay, well, it's facebook.com slash Organic India USA uh, backslash. Again, people go get these products, check this out. It's really good stuff. Like I said, here on Naturally Savvy, we wouldn't do it if we didn't believe in it. Also, if you didn't know, we're doing podcasts twice a week now on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Also, Andrea started something called Morphous, powered by Naturally Savvy. You will hear podcasts here and you will also, that's her doing it solo. And you will also uh, check, you can also check those out on YouTube, Morphous. It's looking at women in midlife and all kinds of great stuff. And I'm sure that Amy, she should have you on that to talk about all the great herbs you have for uh, gals like women's uh, formulas. Yes. Yes. the women's Definitely. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. Never miss an episode Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tell your friends and please rate, review, subscribe. It makes a big difference. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.